1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are underway and winning in Moscow As off the field the club issues a formal complaint against Willie Collum Can Celtic take their impressive European Their domestic form I should say into Europe When Leipzig visit later And Neil Lennon feels Jose Mourinho's celebration shows He's the victim of double standards I'm Gordon Duncan joining me tonight Your usual Thursday duo of Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Big European games tonight Gordon Celtic face Leipzig Later on And I would say A must win Game for them But right away Rangers away in Spartak Moscow They may have some Indifferent form At home Rangers And they're still Perhaps getting a job done But in Europe There seems to be No problem With the way they're playing Already 1-0 up In 7 minutes And you probably Could have said They might have taken the lead Before that also um, Steven Gerrard just keeps churning out these results But there's still a long way to go in this game Yeah it was five minutes on the clock When Eremenko put into his own net Gordon it was a, a fairly um, poor own goal Steven Gerrard wasn't complaining He's delighted as are the band of Rangers fans in Moscow this evening Yeah and I'm delighted you've said it was Eremenko Because I had down number 26 Gordon uh, So thanks for that knowledge But what a start Rangers are off to uh, Matt touched on it there um, they were on the front foot right away And uh, they looked very dangerous Got a set play Stuck the big guys up Put a bit of pressure on the, the defence And uh, they got a fantastic lead So a lot to play for They're looking really, really sharp And um, as, as Mark said there There's a long way to go But Rangers are looking very good And if they can just grab another one Then they're in pole position I'm going to let you in <laughs> I'm going to let you in on a private joke here <laughs> Before the show started About five minutes before we came on air We made it clear to Gordon DL That he always says the phrase Touched on And that's his, that's his, uh, that's his go-to phrase He always says it And he says Well that's it I'll tell you what I'm going to write that down And I'm not going to use it tonight I'm going to write it down in front of me His first answer of the show Touched on Brilliant Anyway Right over to you to join us 0141 951 1025 on Twitter we are at Clyde SSB These Thursday nights are a bit bizarre But we're getting used to them by now One game on for the duration of the show So Rangers fans, essentially let's watch it together Come and speak to us Tell us what you've made of your team's start 0141 951 1025 uh, And Celtic fans, you get the usual build up to your game later on Tonight get your team lineup suggestions in Your score predictions And all the rest of it As Alan McGregor makes a fantastic diving save To push a long range effort away for a corner kick So come on Let's hear from you 01419511025 Good save that Gordon Ah terrific save Long long way out And for the The ability that McGregor's got I would uh, I'd be expecting him To save it But he's still got to get across And put it by For a corner kick um, They will be dangerous Of course they will They're at home They'll throw things at Rangers now I think the game will open up Because Rangers have taken that early lead and I think we're in for a real good game. I think with the pace, with young Middleton, great to see him starting tonight. Obviously, we can't uh, not available. Um, it gives him the opportunity to go and show what he can do. Lots of Rangers fans have been asking for him to get more game time. You remember, he's still young. He's still eighteen. Uh, but I think with the pace, Candace and Morelis up front, good goal scoring form. I think they can get another goal. 
for for Rangers, I think this game they should have went in it with belief. Now I know they weren't great at times against St Marin or Aberdeen or whatever, but in Europe they've been terrific. And if you look at Spartak Moscow, like they're only the Spartak Moscow, uh, uh, maybe three, four, five years ago. Um, I think if you look at their league form, I think they've only won something like three games at home since August. So. They're not great at home But Rangers Like Steven Gerrard said Needed to start quickly And look, they they done that they, they had a few attacks In the first few minutes Then got their goal But they're going to need their goalie Some point They've already done it once In the first 10 minutes Alan McGregor I think will be a big player tonight um, And you know you, you need that in Europe You need your goalkeeper And your two centre halves To be strong But he'll definitely be called Into action more yeah, This let, evening Let's just recap that Rangers team If you are uh, just joining us Alan McGregor As you would expect in goal It's a back four of James Tavernier Nikola Katic Connor Goldson John Flanagan uh, A midfield three Of Ejaria Arfield and Koulibaly um, And Middleton and Candias Either side of Morelos In attack So on the bench this evening uh, Worrell Jack Fotheringham Halliday McCrory Gresda And Macaulay I've not seen too much In fact not seen anything really Of Gareth McCauley so far um, Gordon Team wise We know that Ryan Kent is injured Kel Lafty didn't mm-hmm. travel Is that about as, as Strong a team as Stephen Gerrard well, Could have picked well, Ryan they... Jack perhaps No No I think um, I think the midfield's got a good balance about it Gordon The one that always comes into question is the partnership of the two centre-backs um, Kadic is back in um, He played against Hamilton Had a real uncomfortable afternoon You've got to say uh, It looked like uh, Worrell and Goldston Was the preferred partnership uh, He's away from home tonight And uh, he's decided to bring Kadic back in So it'll be interesting how that develops Okay Rangers fans What have you made Of the start to this game then I'm sure you're watching Got us on in the background Why not tell us What you're thinking As the game progresses 01419511025 And Celtic fans um, What have we got Just under two hours Until kick off at Celtic Park uh, So give us your thoughts On team selection Who should play Who shouldn't play And is this the night That you take that domestic form Into Europe 01419511025 You could also share your thoughts On this Because away from the game tonight uh, this would be the, the other big story coming out today of Rangers. They will make a formal complaint um, over referee Willie Collum. Now, this comes about after losing the appeal against the second yellow card Daniel Candias received against St Mirren. We're fairly used to that notion that you can't really appeal a booking unless it's mistaken identity <laughs> or simulation. So, in many respects, it's, it's not surprising that the appeal's been turned down, but that's not the end of it as far as Rangers are concerned. Uh, they've issued a statement today. Um, I won't read it all. Um, I'll try and pick out the the highlights If you like They call the decision from Willie Collum inexplicable They want now a fundamental review of the rules Relating to red cards Which result from two bookings of a player in a game Um, If one of these decisions is obviously wrong It must be possible to correct that mistake It's wrong that players' livelihoods and careers can be impacted Uh, It goes on to say that um, it defies belief that this same referee who got it so blatantly wrong last Saturday is awarded one of the biggest matches in Scottish football this weekend while Daniel Kandias is denied the right to go to his work. Um, That's unacceptable. It's understood a number of people within the Scottish FA are in no doubt Mr Collum's judgment was flawed. They go on to say about the formal complaint um, And this is not the first time Errors of judgement have been made in matches Involving this official And clearly there is an underlying issue Which requires to be addressed Look uh, I have every sympathy with Rangers And Daniel Candace in this one uh, I agree with most of the things in that statement there 
Uh, I don't know about the bit of the, the end where the underlying issue, but everything else, I agree with. You, you know, the thing about Daniel Candace missing a game, that's a big thing. He's missing a game and the guy is innocent. The referee has got it clearly wrong. The TV has shown that and I don't understand why that can't be rectified. I don't understand how a referee can get away with being so wrong and it's there for all to see and it's just a blind eye turned to it and Candace is getting punished for Willie Combs' mistake. I can't see it. I can't so see... So you think they should change the rules? Well, I think uh, they mid, should... Well, mid yes. Mid-season, you, you, you think, because Rangers have put a letter of complaint in, I've got every sympathy for Candace. Uh, um, with everybody else, that uh, shouldn't have been a second yellow. But rules are rules, at Mark, and they're set out there. Now, you can go back to the fact that Willie Collum, once again, will go back to the McGregor. Everybody knows that McGregor at Celtic Park should have been off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Willie Collum was the referee there. Uh, missed that one. Yes, he's made a blatant mistake. Of course he has. But you can't just... You can't ch- start changing the rules to suit yourself as you go along. Well, I, well, I, listen, I agree with that. But a rule change has to come in then, surely, but, but, next but, season. Does it, though? Does it to appeal in cases like this where a yellow card is so blatantly... You know, it falls up another yeah, year well, So the guy's getting suspended But so bear in mind that And I know it's quite easy to point And by the way, we need to be clear Because most of us don't think it was a sending off for Daniel Kandias mm-hmm. we, we know yeah. that But I'm talking about this call for new rules The Scottish FA don't make all their own rules I mean, you, you can't do this anywhere you, you, can't, you can't appeal second bookings Unless it's for simulation or mistaken identity Well, surely But yeah this is what I'm not getting I know what you're saying I know what the rules are But you can't just have referees Going so, about You know Around Europe And the world well, But we, saying, are, listen, so, we need to talk so, about What we're seeing in would, Scotland Would you not find it slightly odd then If we were The only country In which you could do that I'm sure there's I'm sure there's other instances uh, With TV footage All around the world That There's other teams We, we don't We're not privy to it Because we're not Really tuned into their league but I'm sure there's other radio shows and talk shows in different countries where they say, hold on, something should be done about this. We can't just have referees. That, I mean, that's like me, Daz is standing there, and I go up and show him my yellow card. Two minutes later, I show him another yellow card. He's not done anything. He's standing talking to you, but he gets sent off and he's going, I've not done anything wrong. But nothing gets done about the referee. Daz misses the game, and he's going, I've done nothing wrong. Just because the referee thought or he felt like getting him a yellow card, Yet nothing gets done about it. I think it will. The I game can't be like that. I, 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 it's an injustice. I, th- I think that happens for and against you. And well, we're all in sympathy with Candace. And someone touched on there, Gordon, when you were reading the statement out that Willie Collins got one of the biggest games. Somebody Scott. what? Sorry? Was it you? Sorry? Gordon touched on it. Uh, Did what? No. <laughs> sorry, carry on. <laughs> He's touching everything tonight. <laughs> right, I, I'm just going with this tonight. That's it. So you were talking there. About that, you know, it gets the biggest game at the weekend. Mm. This is a guy who's highly thought of that refereed in the Champions League. Yeah, Schalke Galatasaray last night. Yes, he's got it wrong, and I'm not trying to stick up for uh, him. And, uh, and, but you're but trying I'm, to stick up. But rules are rules, Matt. You, you, you can't keep saying you can't keep many, saying he's got a Champions League game, players? so he must be a brilliant ref. How? Well, he's obviously high hold up. Hold on a minute. How many times have we spoke about him this season alone? Never mind the season before And don't give us all Well he's, he does more high profile games Than the next ref in Scotland it, 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 Loads of his mistakes have came 
and games that you would say weren't in the top pick so in Scotland. So basically, you're picking in Willie Cole. I'm picking in a guy that makes a, a blatant mistake well, the, uh, quite the, a lot. Our referees this season haven't come into the, the, the spotlight for making mistakes. Listen, I'm, I, I, I probably every referee right. has made mistakes, but, 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 but Willie Cole seems to flash up all the time and he can't book a player. On right. on the basis of what he thought. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But in terms of the rules and the way they have been, so you've never been able to appeal a second booking, right? So in theory, 150 players could have suffered a similar fate. Maybe not as blatant in the past, because you've you've never been able to appeal this type of yeah of sending off. Why why now then? What what makes this one so bad that we have to well change just, the rules? Well, just basically because it's there. Because it's, 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 it's well, listen, I'm I'm not the only one that's saying it, but. Well, I've, I've read loads of, of things about people name. saying name, name names. Oh. You're in the office. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, I can't keep going on. I understand what you're saying. Maybe I'll not get, maybe I'll not get changed. But look, can there be injustices like that in football? Why is why are the players always the victims, and why are the referees always the guys that nobody can touch them, nobody can speak to them after the game? And I've made the point before. All of them are a lot of them are lawyers, school teachers, whatever, well educated people. But hold on, we're not allowed to ask their opinion. We're not allowed to hear what they think. If they make a mistake, it's all right. I tell you who's the wrong ones, the players, even when they've not but done the anything. Can, and I can't keep going on. Let's speak to well. Alan from Oban. What's your take on this issue, Alan? I think it's uh, everyone, everyone's uh, going on about that this decision. It's a bad decision, but what about Alan McGregor's decision? Three of them. The guy should have been sent off three times. Well, I, I think Alan. And well, they, that, to be fair, forget it, Alan McGregor. It's, right? a, it's, a, it's a different thing. That the question here is: Should you be able? What I'm saying, Alan, it's a different issue because the question is here: Should you be able to appeal a second booking, which leads to a red? So that, that's the question. You shouldn't. Everyone's going about bad decisions, and you're talking about the referee call and bad decisions. Okay, but. Uh, Alan McGregor should be sent off three times and there's not been a anyone said anything about it. You know, to be Alan, a lot of people said stuff about it. I didn't hear it, but can Diaz say no was bad? But Alan McGregor's getting away with murder. My point is Candias is a victim of this decision because it was a wrong decision. We all agree with that. But through the course and if you look at football week in, week out, their players getting away with it as well. So it evens itself up, and I know that there's no rights and wrongs, but you can't you can't have rules set out, Gordon, and then just decide that that's you want to change them because it doesn't suit your argument. But when you're saying it's players unfair. are getting away with it, referees can dictate how a game goes. If you're saying players are getting away, players are getting away with what diving or whatever. But referees can send. And now I know this was in the ninety whatever minute, but referees have the power to send someone off. In the 30th minute For two yellow cards Now that Could have easily have happened And especially if Willie Collin was a referee It could there have easily go. have happened you're, 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 You've got a bee in your bonnet About Willie Collin For no, some reason Well because he sent Candace Because <laughs> he sent Candace <laughs> off now, wasn't he Alan, But he Alan, could dictate a game Alan you want to come back in I am just I, I just can't believe That he's Talking about Candace He's a victim and what about, like, You're talking about victims What about the players That were hit by Alan McGregor That's not getting away with well, I mean, did you oh, know we've got a goal. goal in Moscow? Spartak have equalised across to the back post, headed into the roof of the net beyond Alan McGregor, the man that Alan was speaking about. Mm-hmm. And with uh, 22 minutes on the clock, it is level. Spartak Moscow 1, 
Rangers won But Alan you just said Daniel Kandias is not a victim Do you think he should have been sent off? No I don't I don't. But so he I is a victim then? I don't think he's a victim Well he's a victim of a bad decision Well okay he's a victim but A bad decision But how many bad decisions have the referees made this year? From even my team so Look at Alan McGregor for instance This is just an instance right? How many penalties have Rangers had this year that aren't penalties? I have no idea. idea. Alan, the only thing I can say is Alan McGregor won. We've been on the show and spoke about every decision, and I think blue in the face. I think he should have been sent off in a number of times. So I don't know where you're getting. I think think these are different issues. I must say, Um, Gordon. Let's talk about the football for a second. What about the goal Rangers just lost now level in Moscow? Well, I come in for a bit of criticism in this show by saying that I thought Rangers' defence at times are poor, and it showed up there. Uh, it was a, a good crossing You've got to say Good play down the right hand side But you've got Your full defence in there You should be defending that The lad's standing Five yards out At the back post On his own Free header Only one place it's got to go In the back of the net And uh, after 23 minutes It's 1-1 But Rangers are on the front foot uh, uh, Again But when you get away from home and especially Sparta have really got to win tonight To keep their cell in this group If you go away from home You've got to defend properly mm. And I think that the Rangers manager When he looks at that For all the good work up until 22 minutes Will say that is a very very poor goal to lose Bright start by Rangers They took the lead but they have been pegged back We're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers And build up to Celtic against Leipzig After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's show. And Rangers are back in front at Spartak Moscow 1, Rangers 2. A brilliantly taken goal by Daniel Kandias. What a finish. You've got to say, what a finish. It's first and foremost, it's a long ball. He times his run perfectly Keeps himself on side Now the ball looks like it's going to land on his left hand side He flicks it through his legs He just turns in the one go Puts it into the, 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 the corner of the goals A terrific goal Rangers have played really really well But I will touch on it again Gordon They've got to now keep shoot, make sure that they defend Defend properly Because if they do that There's more goals in this game for them it takes confidence to do that A mid here Cruyff You know it's coming at him And easy thing to do Is take it in your stride But he's He's turned On the volley of Cruyff And uh, finished with great composure But a great ball from mm. Flanagan Because someone In here was saying that He wasn't too, too sure about him Playing left back and It was me It was me Mark You're allowed to say it It's not a problem It was you You touched on it I touched on it earlier <laughs> That um <laughs> Left back defensively I don't think That's Flanagan's Strongest position And you can argue Well he was a right back But I just I think a lot of things Come down The right hand side Of the opposition And give them problems The goal for Spartak yeah. Came from there as well We've already learned A lot about this game In the opening half an hour In that Rangers are going to Have to defend You know They're there are going to be moments that they're going to have to um, do their bit at the back But my word, Spartak Moscow are poor at the back I think they're playing right into Rangers' hands Because because of Rangers have scored, and, and especially early The game's opened yep. up, Gordon And Rangers have got good pace They've got good pace in the flanks And they've got good energy from the middle of the park So I think this is a game well suited to Rangers And uh, as we see a corner coming in, good defending there I don't, I'm don't. i not too happy with that header right enough But 
They've just got to be careful Hold the lead Settle, settle it down now They're 2-1 in front Let them come on you And then go and hit them With the pace that they've got Okay let's look ahead To Celtic against Leipzig 01419511025 Ronnie Charters Is at the game Looking ahead to that one for us Yes, good evening gentlemen and as you touched on there a huge game in store for Celtic this evening. The scenario is simple for Brendan Rodgers men tonight. If they don't if they lose and if Rosenberg don't beat Salzburg tonight then Celtic crash out of the Europa League but the Hoops will have plenty of positivity going into this one after recent results. A 5-0 hammering of hearts here on Sunday and then 13 goals it's been in the last three games since that 2-0 defeat in Germany but Leipzig themselves in good form. The 3-0 win at the weekend for them they sit fourth in the Bundesliga and manager Ralph Ranić saying before the game they are here to break the hearts of Celtic and dump them out of the competition. Early team news, well I'm told by one or two inside, inside Celtic Park not to expect any changes from the side that beat uh, Hearts at the weekend but I'll give you the teams as soon as I get it and one final line Gordon to bring you from this one 7.45 we will get the European debut and the, the Celtic debut I suppose of this infamous light show it's happening 7.45 just before the teams come out for kickoff. so Celtic are asking fans if they want to come see this new light show multi-million pound light show then get in your seats for 7.45 full team lineups as you touched on there guys as soon as it comes Mark Wilson are you gutted you never got to play in front of the light show oh imagine that I'd love that going out to warm up and there's a, a light show can I see the ball when it goes dark I mean, <laughs> it's quarter to eight don't be smart your warm up's finished by then well uh, concentrating then but uh, like Celtic have and all seriousness Celtic have spent a lot of money to do these in top European nights well they've got a top European game to negotiate here as Rangers almost score again uh, I mean Rangers look like they can score Every time they go forward here It's What a game we're watching But I mean Celtic Got a top European side here coming It's going to be a difficult evening for them I said last week Or was it two weeks ago I believe Celtic can win The remaining three games I stand by that tonight Let's hear from Brendan Rodgers Yeah but we need to take that onto the pitch Yeah there's no doubt that Away games at this level Of course are, are very difficult for you Especially against a team as As good as, as Leipzig You know they're they sit what third in the one of the most competitive leagues in, in world football in the Bundesliga. So, you know, that's a very very good side that we're playing against. However, we have to be able to show our true face in the game, um, and and like I say, thankfully we've been able to domestically get back our form, get back our rhythm, and that all comes from our 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 ability to press the game in a much better way. And from that, we always feel that we can then create opportunities. So. Uh, so yeah, it's very important for us always to perform, and, and none more so than at home. Whenever we uh, when, when we play these great games, uh, Rangers have been pegged back again, and it's an own goal by Connor Goldson. Flanagan um, exposed a little mm. bit down the left hand side. The ball crossed in, and as Rangers have already benefited from an own goal this time, they pay the price. And it's Spartak Moscow two, Rangers two. Defenses are not on top. Go on, Mark. Oh no! Pick, listen, pick, pick the bones out of that, Mark. Listen, I, if I was Flanagan there, I would have blamed my left winger. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally right. By the way, great little ball, but Flanagan's uh, caught ball watching winger down the outside him. It's a perfect weighted pass. He's been done in the outside, flashed across the goal, and Golson, Golson goes with the wrong foot. I mean, he's, exactly. he should really clear yeah, that. With you his left cannot foot. watch that back and blame Flanagan more than Golson, surely. Oh, I think Flanagan's an absolute joke there. I really do. <laughs> Goldson just booted I, the ball with his wrong foot into his own net. 
Flanagan reminds me a little bit of Matt Wilson, the way he runs and plays and defends. Yeah, going I, forward is I, good. But I get all that. Go- Go- Goldson has just led with the wrong foot for, and, and, and scored the own goal. Yes, but it's got. And to it get, wasn't one of those unfortunate ones where he couldn't do anything get, about I'm go, it. I'm going for Goldson. Now, you've got to get there, Gordon. Right, and that's the easiest through ball. His body positioning, everything for a defender was all over the place. The two goals have come down the left back position. I've said for weeks that Rangers defensively are not good. Everybody thinks that that, that Stephen Gerrard sorted this problem. No, he's not because the two fullbacks are now Tavernier's brilliant at going forward, can't defend. Goldson, you, see, I, I can't believe for an experienced player going with the wrong foot there. I really can't believe that Well you, you get the feeling There's still more goals to come If it was to end like this That would still be a good result It's two all at the moment um, Connor Goldson Covering his face with his shirt At the moment Right we just heard from Brendan Rogers. Let's get some thoughts ahead of that game At Celtic Park tonight From Paul in Pollock Shaws Hi Paul How you doing? Think you can do the business tonight Paul? Um, first of all I'll just say um, uh, Evening Gordon Mark by the way Hi Paul Hi, Good evening right, uh, Thanks for letting me know about that goal by the way Because I'm watching it and I'm about five minutes behind Spoiler Spoiler I hadn't actually seen it yet <laughs> That's two two. Uh, thanks for the spoilers But anyway Yeah it was a terrible uh, goal um, Tonight uh, I believe that uh, I mean I was actually phoning in To talk about the referee um, That was my point um, mm-hmm. I know he's wanted to discuss the Celtic game no, We'll I'm get to that That's fine Celtic fan But um, I'm not optimistic. Uh, I know we're playing a lot better at home. I know we're playing a lot better um, scoring a lot more goals and everything, but um, I just think that it's a massive difference when you step up to Europe, and I do think that we're up against pretty good teams by Europa uh, League standards, um, and I just think there's... Personally, I think there's some kind of mentality problem at Celtic Park when it comes to playing in Europe. I don't think it's just down to ability, because I think that the, the, the results um, do not reflect the quality on the park. Um, I think they're worse. I think we should be doing better. So I think there's something else. Um, there's some kind of problem with the mentality when it goes into Europe and Celtic, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's hard to put your finger on it. Um, can I talk about the refereeing decision? Yeah, I'll, let you, I'll let you back in. Right. Let's just take that point to Mark first of all, and Gordon. What, how big a step up will this be? Because we know Celtic are absolutely flying domestically, um, but let's be honest, this should be. A different test tonight uh, Of course it will be I mean you're playing a team That's fourth in the Bundesliga A point behind Bayern Munich um, Got some quality players If you look through their list of players It values anything to go by You see these websites That are valued at You know Ridiculous amount of money Brendan Rodgers even says If you go man by man They're probably a better side I think Celtic I think Paul's got a point Celtic's results Could be better in Europe um, it's a it's a different place, um, Celtic Park than it was many years ago. But I still have faith in Celtic winning tonight. I think they're in a much better place just now than they were, for instance, when Rosenberg came and they kind of stumbled to that one nil win, which got them three points. I think they're just in a more confident free flowing mood just now. Now I know they're free flowing domestically, and it's different when you come up against a European side like this going back. The park These guys can pick you off And punish you I think Celtic have got a lot to offer At this moment in time Going forward though So that's why I'm confident that I, I think they'll concede a goal But I think They'll score a couple themselves and, and win the game that way I'm not as confident as Mark And I praise Celtic to the hill uh, Domestically And over the last few weeks Mounted goals Style of football uh, The speed of the football But they're coming up against A top class side Who left out 
what was it, seven players in the home leg. I know that Celtic can touch on. They are still missing a few tonight, by yeah, the way, but, Leipzig. But yeah, but they've still got plenty of quality there. I know that Celtic can touch on the fact that uh, Brown and Cham, two big players, were missing for them. But I I'll tell you what, just on that note, Ronnie Charters has the Celtic team, Ronnie. Yes, I do. It's just to come up on the UEFA website. Unchanged, as we expected from that 5-0 win over Hearts. Craig Gordon in goal, a back four. Mikhail Lustig, Dedrick Boyata, Philippe Benkovic and Kieran Tierney. Midfield, three of Callum McGregor, Tom Rogic and Ryan Christie with Scott Sinclair, James Forrest and Odson Edwards, the attacking three. Don't have the subs yet or the Leipzig team yet, Gordon, but we'll get them as soon as we get it. No changes for Celtic from the 5-0 win over Hearts. Paul, you can't be too surprised at that, can you? Unchanged? No, not really. Um, I think he's playing the strongest team at the moment. Um, but like I say, uh, there's some there's some kind of problem I think with the mentality when it gets to Europe. We we lose our confidence far too easily and too quickly. Um, can I go on to make a point yes. about Willie Collins? On you go. Right, Gordon. Um, I'm kind of wanting to take you to task on this one uh, and stick up for Mark because you're saying that Mark is um, picking on Willie Collins. Now that's a very dangerous terminology to use because when you start going down that road, it just stifles debate. And you have criticised players and managers, and over the last couple of years, you are quite a consistent critic of um, Windass at Rangers. You said that he wasn't good enough, he, he didn't turn up, he wasn't a, he wasn't a Rangers player, um, which I think you were right, and you've got a right to Paul, make that. Paul, uh, Paul, Paul, stop right there. Those criticisms, stop, stop you there. weren't picking uh, on him, you weren't uh, picking on him, uh, and Mark's not picking on Willie Collum. Willie Collum has consistently made you know, poor decisions. And the problem is, right, I agree with you that you shouldn't... Two seconds, Paul, can't the Paul, Paul, another spoiler. Rangers have scored again. Spartak Moscow 2, Rangers 3, and it's Glenn Middleton. The ball breaks to him at the back post, and he slams it in. The keeper got a bit of a touch, but it ends up in the back of the net. And this could end up anything, because the defences are all over the place, and both sides are, are, are making the opposition defence pay. It's a great, great game. I've got to say, because it's so open. Look at the spaces. That the players are getting Got a little bit of luck there Middle Well done to that young lad He's been Sitting patient Waiting for his opportunity It's come tonight He's got a chance In front of goals And he size foots it By the goalkeeper Great for Ranger Now The Rangers manager Must now be saying Can we hold on to this yeah. lead Because they've been Brilliant up front Right sorry Paul Finish your point right. uh, Sorry Gordon I'll let you in there eventually But um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Gordon, like, you, you've been a critic of certain players over the years and you've been consistent in your criticism and it's justified. And what Mark is saying is justified. You can't say that he's picking on him because he's not just singling him out and it's without merit. He's, he's, he's explaining why he's picking him out. Um, the, problem, the problem is, you're right, you can't change the rules halfway through the season. But the problem is, he's, he's not going punished for this mistake. I mean, I'm a Celtic fan and that's one of the worst sending-offs I've ever seen. Um, if anything, you know, it was the Rangers player that was being fouled, you know, when a guy had his arm around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that he's get like like has been said already. You know he's been given a big game after this. He should be getting demoted. You know he's, they're not being held to account. That's what's annoying people so much. Yeah, Paul. Well, on your on your uh, point there. So why is he not being demoted? Because he's one of our best referees in Scottish football. And that's yeah, but, but, I mean, the, surely the point Paul's making is if if your best referee is making such bad mistakes, then then something's not right. Gordon, referees make mistakes every single game. Every single game, whether it's Scotland, I watch a lot of English football like most of us do in Sky Sports or whatever it may be. And you see referees make, here's another great chance. Oh, Rangers yes. have scored again. Spartak Moscow 2, Rangers 4. Oh, Alfredo Morelos has been ruled out for offside. offside. It's hard to tell. He doesn't look too happy. Yes, yes the flag is. is up. R- regardless of that, I 
have never seen a game of football that's so open. I cannot believe how bad the Spartak defence is. Well, it's, it's, it's and and by the way, credit to Rangers. Totally agree with you. I've never seen a European side <laughs> so defend open. as open as Spartak, but. Credit to Rangers Who They're are committing bodies yeah. forward Because it'd be easy For Rangers Just to drop back great, uh, Rangers could great. just drop back And defend But oh, Look at that They've got Candace up And I tell you what That is That is very tight It's a great pick From Candace uh, I've got a line, off, got a line yeah. Down the middle ladies. Back to Paul's uh, Point there and, and, Yeah we keep and, interrupting Paul yeah, But the sorry, goals keep Paul. going in. And I I never said that, that Windus was never good enough for Rangers I, I always thought the boy had ability But he never produced it for 90 minutes That was my biggest uh, moan about Windus But going back to referees Referees get it very, very hard nowadays Because, of course, the game's completely different It's so quick And it's brilliant for all us to mm. look at After the game and look at two or three replays of it, Gordon We'll get a half-time report from Moscow After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call, 01419511025. Especially Rangers fans, a good window of opportunity for you to react to that first half in Moscow. It was quite a half. Let's get the story with Andrew McLean. Yes, Spartak Moscow 2, Rangers 3, the half-time score from the Ancretti Arena in what's been an absolutely mental game so far. The action started just three minutes in when a rebounded shot fell at the feet of Roman Sovnin. The midfielder fired a low strike from the edge of the box, but it went just wide of Alan McGregor's goal. Rangers then created their first chance up the other end and they went one better. Glenn Meadows, he was chosen to deputise for the injured Ryan Kent. He whipped in a dangerous corner and Roman Eremenko, he could only turn it into his own net to give Stephen Derrard's side an early lead. Their lead was nearly short-lived though when 10 minutes in Alan McGregor had to make an impressive diving save to deny Bajretti's dipping effort from around 25 yards. Spartak continued to carve the better of the openings but couldn't find the target until he made the breakthrough after 22 minutes. Across from the right found Lorenzo Malgorejo free at the back post and he was able to head past Alan McGregor for one all. Rangers weren't having any of it though Five minutes later John Flanagan He played a fantastic through ball To Daniel Contias He then beautifully took it down On the turn At the edge of the box He only had the Spartak keeper to beat And he drilled it low Into the bottom corner To restore their lead It didn't take long For Spartak to bite back Though a low ball Across the Rangers box Came to Conor Colton And the defender was only able To slice it into his own net For two all But the cycle kept going And Rangers took the lead For a third time Before the break The ball fell to Glenn Middleton In space in the box And the youngster made no mistake to give them the advantage again. Even after that, Rangers managed to find the back of the net again, but Morelos was flagged offside for that one. Half-time score from an enthralling first half of football. Spartak Moscow 2, Rangers 3. And if you're listening in Glasgow, if you just open your window, you'll be able to hear the PA system from Moscow loud and clear because it was that loud. Thank you to Andrew McLean, doing well to battle over it. Uh, if you had offered Steven Gerrard a lead at half time He would have bitten your hand off Gordon DL uh, Some ropey moments at the back But mm-hmm. more good moments going forward And the highlight of those would be What a finish from Daniel Kandias Yeah, three goals in the first half Away from home in Europa League Is, is good going Gordon The manager will be over the moon with that Now, my big question is Can they hang on to that? Because defensively they've looked a bit Suspect at the back Also look like they could score again though Well I was just going to touch on that Morelos if he just holds that He's run a little bit And you've got to say What a great finish it was from him as well It could have been easily getting in 4-2 
There's plenty of goals here for Rangers Middle to front, their movement Everything about them looks very, very good I think the manager will be saying to his back four Look, come on, just defend And let the guys in front of you go and win the game This game's here for them The three points are here for them And I think they'll be very di- I know that people say a point would be a good result I think they'll be very disappointed If they don't leave with three uh, Yeah, huge incentive for Rangers in the second half, Mark Because... Mm. Credit to them first and foremost They are picking Spartak Moscow off And they just don't seem to be learning They're so open yeah. The game is raging from end to end And Rangers have more space than they could have imagined In European oh, competition I, mean, I, I've, I've very rarely seen a, a team in Europe defend Or like you say give that much space up uh, At their home ground Spartak obviously needed to go for the win tonight You know the way their campaigns went It's been pretty poor So they needed to win the game there's ways of going about it though And I don't think it's the way Spartak are going about it But look, credit to Rangers Because like I said During the, the first half Rangers could have easily Have got the goals Their second goal And just sat back and defended But what they're doing is They're committing bodies forward you seen there The the one Morelos is offside you seen Candias Morelos forward You know you had Middleton Try to make up the ground as well So it's not as if they're just You know happy with what they've got Rangers are going to try and kill this game off But like I said at the start Alan McGregor will be needed he'll, he'll need to be called into action Because the one thing they have got Is a wee bit of quality Going forward Might not be great at the back Spartak But going forward They've got that wee bit I've got to say Gordon Just watching Candias again That's a terrific goal Terrific Archie's in Canvas Lang What's your point tonight Archie? Hi mate I've just I've not been listening to the show For the last 10 minutes I've been working there But you know, I, was t- I was thinking about What you were talking about With Wally Collum Mm-hmm Especially listening to that Rangers statement and stuff like that and, and looking at his previous with all the games, especially a lot of big mistakes in high-profile games, I think it's well over time that he, that he either gets demoted or he gets, they get shot at him, put him somewhere that we, we don't see him because, honestly, I think he gets a buzz out of treating guys badly on parks. He hasn't got a clue about football. But they seem to fast-track him ever since he was doing the juniors. They fast-tracked him right through. And you look at him the way he, Mark, Mark will tell you he's hit him. And Dazzle, I don't know if you've been playing um, when he's been a referee, but he treats players ridiculously. And his decision-making in some high-profile games has got to be left nothing to be desired. It's ridiculous. So I think it's time for him to go. Archie, listen, before you jump in, Daz, I'm, I'm not picking on him. I'm not picking on him. I'm not but I've said this I've said this numerous times, what Archie said there. I think the way sometimes Willie comes across the way he speaks to people, even when he's booking them over to calm them down, is a bit over the top. Look, he he's obviously done things very well in his career to get to the level he is. However, you can't then just ignore blatant mistakes he's made in big games and sometimes Whatever you want to class No big games You know just running the mill games We've seen normal Premiership games Where he's made Absolute howlers And You do, can't do, just keep he, Getting away with does, it does, does What he, about the games He's had fantastic games Brilliant That's great job Does he actually make More mistakes than other referees Or is it because He's Willie Collum Because he's the most no, High profile I, listen, ref don't Does believe he that. make no, don't I'm asking, So you think he makes More don't, mistakes than other refs Listen I'm not buying that anymore That is What that because he's willing to call, what no, is it? I'm, I'm, asking, so I'm, asking, so I'm asking you quite a simple question. I, Does he make more mistakes than the other? I refs? think he makes 
more high profile mistake. I that's what I'm listen, saying. So they're the ones every, you remember. Yeah, every referee, mm-hmm. every referee will make mistakes. Get maybe offside wrong with our linesman. Get a tackle wrong. I don't see many referees getting the the big decisions wrong as much as he does. How many games do you go to? This season, not as many many? as I have been Because I'm in the Shearville There there you go, so you're not seeing all the Premier League referees Making mistakes It's because Willie Collum's got the high profile games And you can't turn round and say How many games? I I see them on the TV So the mistakes he's making Right, you see one one game game on the TV But you don't see the other games in the Premier League So how can you judge him against other referees? Well, because I don't see other referees getting the Alan McGregor one wrong. I don't see other referees giving a yellow card. How can you blame Willie Collum for the Alan McGregor one when his back was turned to goals and he was running up the pitch? How can you blame a referee for that? Well, he could have taken advice off his his other assistants. Well, his other assistants. Uh, uh, Listen, who's in charge? Should Alan McGregor have been sent off? Yes. Yes. Who's in charge? But you can't blame Willie Collum for that. Not not according to the three referees who looked at it retrospectively. Should Daniel Kandias have been sent off? No. Have you seen a, a referee Double yellow card Anyone well, else can, A phantom one I'll This t- season I'll tell you what He can't I'm be that bad A referee If the next week He's over Is it Germany was? Uh, Schalke Yeah Galatasaray and a, and, a, and a Champions League what, well, How what many do you, other referees uh, so what Are do you, getting what do, you, do you think Willie McCall Willie Colm Makes no high profile Mistakes I, th- of course, I think every referee Makes mistakes Mark but the problem with Willie Collum is So why does everybody cli- talk about him? Hold on a minute He's climbed himself to the top of the ladder He gets the TV games that we can sit back And look at three and four times And then go Oh, let's blame the but referee that, Listen, that's what I'm saying It's not about the TV games I'm talking about games last season And the season before One, I mean There's been Hearts-Hamilton games Where he's caused You know, big brawls And th- and it's all been you'd act, Listen, I don't hear Any other Real discussion about other referees Referees do make mistakes And and people call up and have a wee gripe But I don't hear as many people As Willie Collum gets it Beat the pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Look what you've started Archie Thanks for your call nevertheless We need more of your calls Especially if you want to play Beat the Pundit Because the time is now 0141 951 1025 Mark Wilson's here Gordon Diel is here And it could be you taking them on You need to do it quick though They'll only have until the news At 7 o'clock 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me Gordon Duncan and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're back underway in Moscow It's still Spartak Moscow 2 Rangers 3 And we've already had a wonder save from Alan McGregor uh, To keep Rangers in front Gordon It was some save Gordon You've got to say it looked uh, like it was going to end up in the back of the net And McGregor stuck out a foot And for some How he got it over the bar was un- unreal It really was That's that's the kind of goalkeeper he is He's the kind of guy That keeps you in the game Wins you points He's definitely been Rangers' best signing this summer And I'd like to apologise to Morelos Because watching it at half time He was definitely onside He was indeed Graham Gunyon's on Twitter He says I hope that doesn't come back to bite us Because really Rangers should be 4-2 up Definitely was onside on that one Okay, more football chat after we do this the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday 
don't forget later on this hour we're going to see Mark Wilson and Gordon DL team up on Star Six's Read My Lips. <laughs> guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed to be interesting to say the least. I just, I, I, honestly, if you've not seen the video of what's coming up at Clyde SSB, you'll see Jim Duffy uh, trying it with Roger Hanna last night. That's coming up a bit later on. Anyway, beat the pundit first. Sean is a Celtic fan from Curlook. Confident tonight, Sean? Well, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, Gordon DL, he's been grinding out the wins. What was it, a 2 1 win on Tuesday? It's a victory, three points in the bag. You've got to hang your head at that 2 1. Undefeated <sighs> in this calendar year, I'm sure. You're like Wimbledon, just take it. Yeah. A victory's a victory. What are you talking about? You won 1 0 once. You were jumping about <laughs> the studio. Sean, no pressure, but last night's contestant got zero. So all you have to what do is that? get a little bit better than that. Is that all right? That's okay. <laughs> Good man, right. Uh, We'll toss the coin See who you're going to be up against tonight Heads it's Mark Wilson Tails It is Gordon DL And it is Tails Gordon DL Up against Sean from Carluck Let me give Gordon some Clyde 2 Get those headphones on uh, And we'll get the time ready to go Sean you've got 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here's your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Okay, doke Which Hibs player has extended their contract Until 2021? Uh, David Gray In what year of the 80s Did St Mirren win the Scottish Cup Against Dundee United uh, 81 What was the final score Of Celtic's last game Against RB Leipzig uh, 3-1 uh, what, RB Leipzig what was, the, what was the name Of Spartak Moscow's Home stadium Oh, oh Murton Park Was the Home The former it's home Of which Premiership side And how many points Right take your time You've got time for this how many points are St Mirren on in the Premiership? Uh, three. All right. Okay. Let's bring Gordon Deal back. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Right. Same set of questions to you. Are you yeah, ready? Yeah. You don't sound too enthusiastic. No, I'm ready. Right. Okay. Which Hibs player has today extended their contract until 2021? In what year of the 80s did St Mirren win the Scottish Cup against Dundee United? The 80s. 84 What was the final score of Celtic's last game Against RB Leipzig Oh for go um, 3-1 What was the name of Spartak <laughs> Moscow's home stadium um, or- Orkite or something right. O-K-R-I-T Orkite <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> was, that you- a good, was that a good guess How do you think that went Sean Oh Dodgy it was Ichi Pichi Ichi Pichi I like that phrase Right let's uh, Let's go through them I, I spelled it I, I can't pronounce uh, it Which Hibs player Has extended his contract At the club till 2021 Is that a penalty shout For Spartak Moscow No He goes not. down under the, the, the attention of Katic uh, Anyway Alright No penalty given Lewis Stevenson So Gordon DL Moves into a 1-0 lead Straight away Second question What year of the 80s Did St Mirren win The Scottish Wasn't Cup 84. Against Dundee United It was 87 I was unlucky Okay. And what's the, what's the famous sort of stat attached to that cup final? Yeah, all Scottish players. The last all it. Scottish yeah. final. There oh. we go. Um, what was the final score of Celtic's last game I against RB remember. Leipzig? Bizarrely, you both went for three one when it was actually two nil. I was. Uh, I wasn't as good a game as I here. thought. Uh, I know. I so, couldn't remember. <laughs> 
Still two, uh, still one nil to Gordon Deal. What was the name of Spartak Moscow's home stadium? Come on, you got to give me that. It was a good effort, but I'm not giving you. I mean, you just you just started throwing random letters at it's me. Like countdown. It's thrown Vildia. The K R I T. Oh, Crete Stadium. Oh, oh come on. No, you're not getting that. No chance. Absolutely no chance. Uh, so that was you. That was the end of it for you. One nil. Sean got one more question in. Uh, Muirton. <laughs> in fact, he got two more questions in. You must have been slow. Muirton Park. Um, is the former St. Johnston. Of St. Johnson Sean got it And he equalises Oh my beat Sean got one more question What was it? How many points Are St. Mirren on In the Premiership? He said four. three Four The answer yeah. The answer is four Sean I'm afraid So oh. you got it You were out by one point Which means it's one all And Classic. that means we go No 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 are you not giving me the name of that stadium? Absolutely not. Ah. You were miles off. You were miles off. We have to accept your first answer. You eventually got somewhere near it, but no, not oh, a chance. Gordon. I'm hopeless. Hope it's, hope it's a question with decades no, or something in it. Or century. Which century? It's, as, as usual on the tiebreaker, it is a bit of a random question. So, Sean, I'm going to read the question out. I'll invite Gordon DL to write his answer down, and I'll then tell you to give us your attempt, okay? Okay, look. Good man. The question is this quite simple. In what year Oh no Did East Fife Win the Scottish Cup We need to do something To separate you In what year Did East Fife Win the Scottish East Cup Fife. Gordon DL Show me your answer please I'm always worried About having to get My calculator out Okay That um, looks no bad That looks no bad Right Sean What's your attempt uh, 1937 <laughs> Has he nailed it Mark Wilson Has a go as well He went for 1936 Sean went for 1937 What did you go for? 1938 No you didn't 58 You went for 50 It's 30 1938 Sean was only one year out And he gets the sign ball Congratulations Sean No Sean sorry You shouldn't get a sign ball (laughs) Well done Sean What a bad loser he is Sean Good man Sean The sign ball's on its way Come on you've got to give me the stadium no, no, no! You were just shouting letters at. Yeah, I well, didn't know what you were. We'll talking maybe about. play it back later on and see if you deserved it. Oh, no that. chance. <laughs> was no. it this? Was it this time last week that he was bragging about? Never <laughs> <laughs> been beat. He's, he's not lost. He's not lost in the calendar year. <laughs> and yet, it's actually his fourth of the season. Well, Never mind fu- the calendar year. My first defeat. My first defeat. Mm. Well done to Sean. Uh, you'll have your chance um, tomorrow night at seven o'clock. And don't forget, in about 10, 15 minutes' time. We're going to play Star Sixes Read My Lips The chance for you to win Up to six VIP tickets For the Star Sixes Coming to the Hydro uh, In January Rangers are on the attack again They've got a 4v3 It comes out to Glenn Middleton He's just going into the box uh, And it's squared oh. across Eventually Cleared away What a game this is Gordon See when you think that Spartak Would have probably Would have maybe learned their lesson Got in at half time And Become a bit more compact At the back Mark Wilson But it's just not happening uh, Certainly it? not But they're certainly going for it They know they need to win But when they're doing that I mean they're leaving their back four Just wide open And Rangers have the pace I mean committing bodies forward again There's four of them There's Middleton There's Arfield Candace and Morelos All in that box Looking to get on the end of that But I was just looking Spartak had a claim for a penalty there And in first glance It looked like a dive Rangers players all around The, the Spartak Moscow player Claiming for a dive Then the reruns May have shown That he might have just been Stepped on the foot So Ranger may be a wee bit fortunate To get away with that one Alright Tony's a Celtic fan From Motherwell How do you see tonight going Tony? Well uh, I, I really think Celtic will win tonight I think That As Scottish football fans We need to get Behind both teams I'm sitting here As a Celtic fan Watching the Rangers game And I actually cheered when Rangers have scored their 
their goals. But as you ask me, how do I think the the Celtic game will go? I think Celtic will win three one tonight. Yeah, I mean Tony hits on the the point, and listen, I understand what football rivalries was like. The score the last time the- <laughs> <laughs> was not 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 everyone would. Not every Celtic fan would react that way to a Rangers goal That's fine But certainly uh, for us, the, the greater good If you want to call it all that, Gordon the, the coefficient and all the rest of it How good would it be if Rangers could hold on to this And then Celtic could back that up oh, and follow it, up with a, a win later It would be great for Scottish football but oh, right, there Another are great save from Alan McGregor oh, But it's goal. in the back of the net I, I'm going to have to take the blame for that one mm-hmm. The old commentator's curse just as I said Can Rangers hang on to A fantastic save In the first instance From Alan McGregor But the ball pops up Off his foot And then it's headed Into the net To make it Spartak Moscow 3 Rangers 3 If I was Alan McGregor I would be having A real go At my, my defenders It's too easy The ball comes in From the right hand side They've got plenty of bodies there McGregor makes a great save Everybody stands and watches A lad just heading the ball Into the back of the net McGregor can only do so much I think the defending And you go away from home And you've scored three goals What 60 minutes on the clock Maybe No even that You've scored three goals Gordon And you're still not leading It's just poor defending Rangers got to defend better now um, But what I will say Since the start of the game Rangers middle to front have been great That they could score again easily And they could they? score again Yeah And that's uh, that's what Rangers fans Will be hoping uh, for Tony no changes for Celtic tonight The same team which played against Hearts At the weekend Everyone keeps talking about How, how much Yeah how much better Celtic Have looked going forward recently And we've got oh, another no. goal For Spartak Moscow This game is incredible In the space of less than a minute Spartak Moscow have flipped this one on its head Tony's TV is a bit further ahead than ours mm. <laughs> Spartak Moscow 4 <laughs> Rangers 3 uh, Tony t- you spoiled it for us We're recording this Tony you want a job? <laughs> uh, but anyway Gordon what we, we spoke about Candias earlier on This is a, a top draw finish this one I think this is a deflection yeah. To be honest with you yeah. uh, he, he hits it Yeah oh, so it takes it's... a deflection And McGregor's rooted to the spot Gordon you, you can't even ask a goalkeeper Of his quality to save that because he's thinking he's going to his right hand side, takes a wicked deflection of Conor Goldson. Goldson yeah. yeah, and goes well, into both the... both teams here. Uh, it's a great game of football to watch. Both teams are as bad as each other at defending the spaces, and I'm not just talking about the back fours. I'm talking about the the space they're allowing each other in the midfield is incredible, and that's where that came from. Spartak Moscow had to do nothing there to get through Rangers midfield, and the back four backs off, allows them to shoot, and that's what happens. But it's, listen, it's a great spectacle to watch But Gerard must be furious Right, hopefully we'll get through this, Tony Without being interrupted again um, The same team, Celtic have got And a lot of people have been saying You know, they're playing a bit quicker They're looking very dangerous going forward Do you still think that'll be the same in Europe Without Scott Brown? I'm not familiar uh, With Rangers' position In the, the European groups So If Rangers get beat tonight How does that affect their chances of Getting through Well listen There's still a bit to go Gordon DL In the mm. old um, Well they're on five points Yeah um, but Going into So they would stay on five points Obviously yeah, If yeah, the scoreline stays As it is It'll be two games to go Spartak Moscow would move up to five Villarreal And obviously playing tonight So It's a very open group Yeah it's goalless in that one Between uh, Rapid Vienna, Vienna. And so Villarreal it'll, So It'll probably go down to the wire If the results stay the same Just now Gordon But uh, uh, 30 minutes to go uh, Is that the end of the scoring 
In a game like this I don't think so I don't mind that Tony gave me A big custard pie When I was asking him About Celtic's lineup tonight mm. Anyone else want to, to Take it on We've, well, We keep hearing this About them playing quicker And you know We're not missing Scott Brown And, and perhaps it'll be a good thing We can we pass the ball forward quicker Callum McGregor pulling the strings Ryan Christie's in there I, I, like, I, I think in games like this You're always going to miss Scott Brown I think mm. when you're at home Against a Hearts Or a Whoever At home then you can afford Callum McGregor there pulling the strings. Um, but Scott Brown's been so instrumental in years gone by in these games, uh, just his know-how, his experience. However, they haven't got him, so they've no choice. And why would you change it? Why would you go more defensive? You know, you go with your best team, the guys that are confident, and that's exactly what he's done. So McGregor will sit there. Um, I, I think he did a, a good job in Leipzig as well. Um and he'll try and pull the strings But it's a slightly different game in Europe It's the defensive side of it That Scott Brown would be so influential Breaking things up where Callum McGregor's great at starting attacks Don't know he's Well, I, I do know He's not at Scott Brown's level Defensively breaking things up So that's where Celtic will miss out But going forward I think they're they're looking very exciting going forward There's a debate now, Mark uh, And I find it very surprising People saying, yeah, we're playing... Fast flowing football without Scott Brown, blah blah blah. If he was fit tonight, he'd be straight in that team. Ryan Christie's obviously banging form at the moment. Let's hear a bit from him. Yeah, it is important, and um, you know, like I said, I think that's why everybody's you know so keen to um, looking forward for for, for tomorrow night. Um, obviously, we know it's going to be tough. We found it tough out there, but again, we, we took a lot of positives from the the, the, the game out there, and um, you know, we'll be looking to take that into tomorrow night, and you know, hopefully, we can get a positive result. Yeah, obviously very important. Um, but to be fair, you know, obviously I think uh, we're always very confident when we when we play at home in Europe. Um, you know, it's something this this club spread itself on throughout the years. So, um, you know, we're obviously tomorrow night first, and hopefully we get a positive result there, and then, you know, we we, we move on to the remaining fixtures. Interesting night for Ryan Christie because he's had so many plaudits in the last few weeks, and deservedly so. But mm-hmm. I guess there does become a point when. Ultimately, if you really, really want to, to be considered a, a good Celtic player, you, you might have to step up on nights like this and, and prove that you belong on this stage. Yeah, you certainly do. These are the nights where Celtic fans will remember you if you play well. You know, you look at Callum McGregor over the last few years, who there was some reservations, but he stepped up on the European nights, you know, scored big goals, big performances, and now he's one of the, the first names in the team sheet. Ryan Christie's got to look at that because if you look at a few weeks ago, he wasn't in the Celtic starting lineup. You know, he comes on at Murrayfield, remember, and that's where it really kicked off for him. Then plays against Dundee and Hearts and so forth. And so tonight it's a big night, but he's certainly got the ability, Gordon, to to put in a, a good show and uh, nice in the ball. And that's what you need in uh, nice and comfortable in the ball. That's what you need in European football. Right. The results of the stewards' inquiry are yes. in. So you went the the name of Spartak Moscow Stadium is the. Otkriti Stadium Otkriti or a Crete Ot- No Otkriti Stadium Some people say Alright so you have to get it right Best In your first Moscow. attempt Let's remind ourselves of your effort Orkiti or, or something Oh there has to And you think that deserves it Orkiti Come on Come on guys Don't be ridiculous Seriously Mark No chance Come on Orkiti It's Otkriti I send it over no. there They oh. pronounce it differently <laughs> The local pronunciation Okay uh, Still 4-3 to Spartak Moscow 64 minutes gone 40 minutes to kick off at Celtic Park It's time for This Win VIP tickets for Star Sixes SSE Hydro 4th to 6th of January 
Yes, this is fast becoming my highlight of the week I must admit when we first started this competition I thought it was going to be um, the low point of the week But it's turned out to be quite entertaining So it says Star 6's Read My Lips Ultimately it's the chance for you to win up to 6 VIP tickets For the Star 6's which is coming to the SSE Hydro on the 4th to 6th of January Players including Michael Owen Robert Pires Gates Kamendieta Ronald De Boer uh, And then of course A Scottish team The likes of Barry Ferguson Simon Donnelly Involved in that one Now we're going to play Star Sixes Read My Lips What that means Is that either Mark Wilson Or Gordon Diel Is going to have Loud music in their ear They're not going to be able To hear the other one Who then has to Say the name of famous footballers And the other one is going to have to read their lips And win you some tickets Sounds confusing It's not really It's very funny 01419511025 Be quick You only have until after the break To get in touch Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years We're building up to kick off at Celtic Park 35 minutes away So keep the calls coming Get your score predictions in Your thoughts on the lineup unchanged I take it most of you agree that was the right thing to do But if not, then why not tell us uh, And as for Rangers in Moscow What a game it's been Unfortunately for Rangers at the moment On the wrong end of a 7-goal thriller At Spartak Moscow 4 Rangers 3 Hopefully we don't miss any action Because it's time for us to do this Win VIP tickets for Star 6's SSE Hydro 4th to 6th of January I'm so looking forward to this I ah, cannot explain you. how excited I am To watch you two <laughs> Try and play Star 6's Read My Lips Darren Thompson is from East Kilbride He's uh, tonight's I was going to say contestant He doesn't even need to do anything Thanks for joining us Darren Hi there Now you've already won two tickets Darren Just for getting on We're going to try and win you another four With Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Playing Star Sixes Read My Lips So one of them is going to have Loud music in their ear They won't be able to hear what's going on And the other one is going to be Saying the names of famous footballers And trying to get them to read their lips And win you four extra VIP tickets Does that sound good? Sounds great Cheers Right now I don't know if you heard Tuesday night's show But Gordon DL was actually surprisingly good Lip reading I think it's because He spent so much time Getting knockbacks In nightclubs <laughs> He knows what people are saying When there's loud music on There's probably something In that Darren So w- Would you like him to do The lip reading Or would you like Mark to do it uh, I go with Gordon Ah well done okay, okay, Mark yeah. Wilson I'm going to the names Yes oh, I'm right, going to okay. pass you hey, Let's right. get good stuff <laughs> My <laughs> sick bucket Where they are Mark Wilson, that. I would take oh, you can, you can take your headphones off, Mark Wilson. <laughs> Good start. Uh, and I'm going to give Gordon DL some Clyde two. I'll give you the thumbs up when the time starts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Gordon DL's got some Clyde two now. He can't hear us. All right, Darren. Let's oh, do hold this. Hold on a minute. The first one's spelt wrong. Well, it doesn't matter how it's spelt, does it? Oh, I'm okay. missing that one. Right, you ready? Good start. <laughs> Good your start. Your time starts now. Go. Davy Cooper. Davy Cooper. Yes. Come on, come on. All right. Yeah. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Van Bronckhorst. <laughs> come on. Unbelievable. Come on. Let's start. Georgios Samaras. Samaras. <laughs> oh, this is too easy. <laughs> I'm not the expert. Javi. Javi. Mav. Mav. Javi. Come on. It's Mav. Stefan Kloss 
Team up. Stephen Clark. Stephen Clark. Team up. Team up. Team up. It doesn't put it out. Do you know what? We've only got four tickets to give away anyway. I just thought you would do an extra one. Darren, he's he's done it for you again. Honestly, all those years in the nightclubs. It's paid off You've won an extra four VIP tickets to the Star Sixes That takes you up to six in total Happy with that? Ah, delighted Delighted Good man Well we hope you enjoy yourself Fourth to the sixth of January Some fantastic players on show At the SSE Hydro Have a good one on us Darren Cheers boys Thanks very much Good man That was Darren in East Kilbride Yeah, I'll be honest See when when this got pitched to me At the start of the week I don't mind letting you all in on this We're all friends I thought I'm not sure but I could honestly do that all night. I could watch you two do yeah, that. You get well excited. I was getting excited. As well. <laughs> I want to play that again. It was fantastic. Come on, we'll get we'll fill this. You're arena. so good at it. Oh, yeah, it's good at it. Yeah, oh, I the concentration. Well, the co- I've got to concentrate. I mean, Hugh Keevans was terrible. I told you that on Monday. He was horrendous. Was he lip reading? He, he was lip reading me. Oh, and at right, the end, yeah. he was he was he was blaming my facial hair. Said that that was an issue. <laughs> and if we were going to do it again on Friday, we had to, had to shave before to shave. I came back in. Uh, but you, Gordon DL. I need to settle down. I was, I was really proper, sure. You were shouting right in my face. A bit worrying, but we've finally found your your true calling in life. Oh, we're good at that. What a lip reader he is. Well, that <laughs> <laughs> was impressed. Van Bronckhurst, I was impressed with that one. Aye. Aye, well, the many the times I've been over a female and I've just walked away and went, okay, I understand what you're saying. Without even hearing her, <laughs> just reading her lips. I get the point. Oh, Spartak Moscow oh. have hit the bar. It's come down, it's been cleared again, and then it goes wide. Corner to Spartak Moscow. 4 3 and up with 74 minutes. Alan McGregor's having a good game What a save oh. from McGregor It comes off the bar It comes in again And McGregor reacts to it right away And keeps Rangers You've got to say Keeps Rangers in this game Great reaction save Our field was behind him right enough I think you'd have cleared that But you've got to hand it to McGregor He's been absolutely brilliant well, I have to agree with you Gordon What you start, said at the start Rangers defensively we, we spoke about Spartak But defensively so poor I think that was Katic here Your big centre half Cross into the box you expect him to go and head at its highest point He's trying to duck to head it And the Spartak striker just comes over the top And heads it Terrible defending That's what will infuriate I think Stephen Gerrard Losing four You know having to score four To even get a point out of this Away from home Is is a, a tall order for Rangers Right 15 minutes left Rangers fans let's hear from you I'm sure you're watching uh, Through the cracks in your fingers at the moment You never know Certainly looks like Rangers could score again The way this game's been going uh, But they do trail 4-3 at the moment And Celtic fans Half an hour till kick-off 01419511025 Is the number you need Paul is a Celtic fan From Kirk and Tillich. Hi Paul Hi guys, how you doing? Oh good Paul What's on your mind? Uh, my main point I'm not phoning up To actually talk about the Celtic game mm-hmm. uh, I heard you earlier on About the, the refereeing situation And uh, in particular What I call him Now I'm sorry it's not personal attacking the guy, but this particular year, I think he's been horrendous. He's had so many clangers. Uh, I was watching, or I saw the footage of the Man City game last night, where it was the, the ridiculous penalty. Uh, or Sterling kicked the ground and the guy gave a penalty. That's the kind of thing that Wally Collum does. The, the only way that I think that I would feel half confident we will call now is if the, the SPL brought in uh, VAR, but even at that, I mean, Good. E- even uh, even above what I call right now. Can I just stop you there for a second Paul Your timing is excellent because we've got a big penalty shout in Moscow um, It's Conor Goldson comes um, the, Mo- the Spartak player goes over and for the second 
The second time this has happened There's been a booking for diving for Spartak Moscow Let's just get another look at it He just tries to sell goals in the dummy I mean he certainly makes the most of it I think but is it, it, I, I think there's minimal contact But I think he needs to Avoid the contact to go over him I think that's a penalty mm. I Don't, do Yeah I think if it was up the other end Every Rangers supporter in the land Would be shouting for a penalty kick Alright that was I a think, fairly I, I think Rangers, Simple explanation yeah, I think Rangers got away with one yeah. Right sorry Paul But the gist of what you were finishing off there Was VAR wasn't it? Yeah it was VAR I've seen anything And what, what I was going to say As well is now I know we don't have VAR But we have the system where If there's any contentious decisions It goes to the the three uh, referees and they have to agree on it being independent uh, independently they're not next to each other that the decisions should change now some of the decisions that happened this year especially the Alan McGregor one that was looked at by three referees and and how can any of them say that that wasn't a sending off well that leads me on to that leads me on to a question for your point then Paul what if the V what if the video assistant referee wouldn't, didn't think that was a sending off Because these three referees have all looked at it And they couldn't come to a consensus Is it an argument that all these referees stick together? Well no because they're, in the, they're yeah, shown the I footage know, independently Do you ever watch Dermot Gallagher on Sky Sports News And he does the referees watch mm-hmm. on a Monday Very rarely do you ever hear him criticise a referee Well he doesn't criticise them But he very often says when they've got it wrong well, Listen I think more often than not He sticks by the side of the referee I I do not sure about that But anyway Paul As I said You, yeah, you, you mentioned That's what I think <laughs> <laughs> But I'm telling you How many times opinion. I'm telling you How many times I've seen him Say that the referee uh, Got it I wrong know, but I'm, saying, well, I'm saying But in my argument More often not I see him going so, But so, anyway oh, I'm just oh, saying maybe, maybe, that's just, an argument. maybe that's just The days you watch it then He's perhaps. probably seen one Monday uh, uh, <laughs> Stuck by the referee Paul what, what, if the, what if the Video assistant ref Was like the three Who reviewed it then Sorry, what do you mean? I don't understand. Right, so, so you're saying, you know, you can't believe that the three referees looked at the Alan McGregor one um, and didn't unanimously agree that it was a red card, but you're calling for the introduction of VAR. What's to say the video assistant ref wouldn't take that same view that it shouldn't have been a red? But that, that, how, well, Gordon, how possibly, if, even if it was the VAR, how could MD look back on that and say that it wasn't a sending? That's what I'm saying, these three referees did. <laughs> I know, but I don't. I don't for the life of me see how it couldn't have been a sending off. I don't see how. Uh, so even above Willie Collum, I think it's uh, this system doesn't work. I don't think. So if he's if this is supposed to be guys uh, that are more experienced than Willie Collum, I just think that the the referee in the now is at a really poor level in Scotland. Well, listen, that that is perhaps a wider point. I think we could go on about that all day. Mm. Um, but in terms of the. You know the, the the process and all the rest of it. This has been brought up today because Rangers want the rules looked at for appealing second yellow cards. Now that's not something you can generally do anywhere in exactly. world football. But but should I mean should we be the leaders on this one then, or, or should we follow what everyone else does? Um, I don't think we change because Rangers decide to complain. I think we all agree that um, you know it wasn't a sending off, but I think throughout. A lot of games and a lot of different teams, whether it be Rangers, Celtic, Motherwell, come on, they'll all have you know their axes to grind with referees about decisions. So we just can't decide to change the rules uh, midway through the season, Gordon. I just think it's it's wrong. I feel sorry for a lad Candace because he did not deserve to be sent off. Um, but referees, it's it's the usual cliche now. Um, 
well, the referee uh, refereeing in Scotland is the worst it's ever been. No, it's not. It's just because of different... There's more games on the TV now. The game's a lot quicker. Referees do make mistakes. I have never heard anybody come on on this programme in all the years I've been on and saying, I'd like to congratulate the referee on Saturday for having a wonderful game. It's to sit there and they just pick the bones I out. I can't remember it. if it was Paul. Paul, was it you that mentioned the Raheem Sterling last night? I don't know. Yeah, yeah so I mean, I, I'm not saying that means it's okay because we'd, we'd love to get in a position where refs don't make that many mistakes. But this, yeah, I, but this, I, this idea that the, yeah. the Scottish ones are worse when you see incidents like that last night makes you think, oof. Maybe, maybe that's not the case. Yeah, and and you've watched the uh, what they call the the best league in Europe, uh, the Premiership down in England, and I've witnessed a lot of bad, bad refereeing mistakes. And what happens up here is the Scottish referees get it in the neck, and of course we're frustrated. We want to get, we want to have them get every decision right, but that is impossible throughout the world. That is impossible because the game is so different now. And as I keep saying, for guys like us. We can sit here. There's a penalty kick incident, for instance, there. Mark and I turned round to the TV and we watched the replay before we made our mind up. Unfortunately, referees don't get that opportunity. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose this is... The, on, on you go, Paul. But, hey, Gordon, sorry. Can I just say that the Scottish referees are getting it in the neck off of the, the, the people that go and watch the Scottish teams. I don't... I'm not really concerned that English referees are that. Uh, I've... I pay my money, me and my son will get the season tickets and I would just like to go and for it to be as there's professional people now, they do get paid a lot of money so if they're not doing their job right as Andrew's not doing their job right they should be reprimanded or going on another training course or something but Willie Colm has been really, really poor But Paul, surely you've got to admit that as a supporter going along, there's times when you get the decisions for you and times when you get it against you but listen, the point I know you're saying rules can't be changed and all that, but I mean, surely then what Paul's saying there, Willie Collum, and it does sound like I'm picking on him, but I'm not because it's just <laughs> it's just the incident that we've we're chatting about. Willie Collum goes on and referees another high-profile game at the weekend. Yeah, there's Candace, and it could be anybody next week who's suspended. And look, I know this is petty, but. Candace might be paid handsomely enough that he'll no miss appearance money but say that's a player uh, I don't know uh, a Dundee United or further down who depends largely on their appearance money yet he's suspended and he's losing a large part of his wage so, so what because do you do of then? Do, do, you well, re- do you really think it's manageable to bring in a system where you can appeal yellow cards? I understand what you're going to say that it opens up a can of worms everybody would be huh. appealing yellow cards the SFA I don't would know. be busy John Fleming would be a very busy busy yeah. guy yeah. on Monday I just feel that it's imbalanced that if a referee makes a mistake then nothing gets done about it the player's punished and it seemed, it just seems to me and I know it's not only me because we're getting callers phone in that referees don't seem to get punished They can get away so, with me What's your punishment blatant... For Willie Collum Well listen That's not my job To make up the punishment no, I don't know say, You're saying know. they should be punished Well right? they should be Well maybe, that's, maybe that's not aye. Maybe that's... Right When we're getting callers on Saying that the referee standard In Scottish football Is bad just now mm-hmm. You're wanting to demote One of our best referees Yeah and what about the guy The guy who then Has to come in and take his place What happens when he makes a mistake But how do you get new referees Through then well, the they, system They continue to to build up You can't just have Willie Collum making mistakes Or look Take Willie Collum away Andrew Dallas Whoever Make mistakes 
Oh, week after week now. I was wondering how long <laughs> Week after week one. And just go I hope he's alright Until he's 50 or 60 Until he retires Because we can't punish him Because we've got no more refs but so You on, can't just keep letting him do it So on the flip side then It doesn't happen with a player or a manager If a manager keeps making a mistake Or a player right. so, They get replaced So what if all the refs make mistakes What, what are you going to do but What's your will, master I, plan to fix saying, this listen, I'm not saying it's my job But hold on I know, I know I'm on Look I'm listening to the callers <laughs> as well But I've not got the answer It's not my job But You're I, on think, your own I think What I'm saying is If referees make mistakes They can't continually make high profile mistakes They will get tackles wrong They will get penalty shouts like that wrong you can't just send a guy off for no day and nothing happens to you. Right, can I just say, can I ask you a question? Yes. We were great with me lip-reading, correct? Yes. Can you lip-read me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Not for a family yes. show. 01419511025. Thank you to Paul and Kirk and Tillich. We've got five of the 90 left in Moscow and 20 minutes till kick-off at Celtic Park. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here and we are very close to full time in Moscow. We're closing in on the end of the 90 minutes and of course there will be uh, some added time. 89 and a bit on the clock so far. Still Spartak Moscow 4, Rangers 3. Can Rangers rescue something? Uh, I think there'll still be one more chance. And um, I'm sure every Rangers fan will be hoping it for them. It's been a really entertaining game, Gordon. You can look back maybe in the turning point at just before half time because I said that I thought Morelos was offside. We watched it again, clearly, clearly onside, and it's a good finish from him, which would have put them 4 2 up getting at half time. It's a different game, but you can also look back and say, well, Sparta will feel very aggrieved they didn't get a penalty kick. But it's entertaining-wise for neutral people watching it. Seven goals. But I think Rangers, if you go away from home nowadays in Europe and score three, you're expecting something, surely. Mm, well, listen, they've got four minutes. Alan McGregor, ball in hand, kicks it up. It's coming to that time. It's the last chance saloon. And uh, with Daza, you want to be surprised if there's another big chance. Yeah. Rangers will be open. It's for them I mean Rangers have made changes Gordon we were probably distracted Reading mm-hmm. each other's lips or something But Eros Gresda has come on Andy Halliday has also come on It was Koulibaly And Flanagan, Flanagan Who went off So Stephen Gerrard has made changes Yeah Interesting one with Flanagan Obviously I thought that Three of the goals came from his side I'm not too sure about him In the left back position He just Doesn't look comfortable for me Halliday's come on there as a replacement Koulibaly midfield player decided to go for another attacking player to see if they can create another chance uh, four minutes added on Gordon so they've still got a bit of hope and just now I said at half time if they leave with, with, with a point I thought they'd have been disappointed now they'd be delighted Tony's a Celtic fan from Lark Hall what's your point tonight Tony? Uh, uh, can I speak to Gordon please? He's listening Gordon, Tony. I'm actually agreeing with Mark Wilson. Can you hear me okay? I can, Tony, yeah. Gordon, I'm agreeing with Mark Wilson. No, like, the industry I'm in, if any of my staff or any guys on the boat were struggling, you would send them for training. You wouldn't leave them there to be shot, shot to pieces. No, you've got a duty of care somewhere. These referees are really poor at the moment, as Mark was saying. But I would certainly, Gordon, they've got to get them into training. They've got to sit down and see where they keep making the same mistakes and why they're making them. And I, and I totally agree with you in ways as well. You know, you've got a chance to look at a TV. These guys have got a split, a split second to make this decision. 
but they still need that training to take them out the firing line to help them. To- any other industry would do it to help them. Tony, I think. Yeah, I think any I think any training or any help for anybody is vital at any walk of life. But, but let's be but, clear, but, referees do get that. Yeah, that, I'm that, just going on to that point, Gordon. Yes, they do get that. There's a lot of meetings or a lot of fitness things. But you're talking about you're not talking about a young guy coming through the ranks here. You're talking about an experienced referee and training. You're you're looking at the Wednesday night last night. He's refereeing the Champions League. So he obviously Oh Must be Rangers have come within In fact the question is How on earth have Rangers not equalised wow. Try and answer that That I, was I incredible I got a, terrific, a terrific ball from Middleton To the back post corner Cat escapes his man What three Four yards out Back post header Down Comes off the inside of the post And Rangers can't turn in the rebound What a chance That was a chance Steven Gerrard wanted And it should be 4-4 Well we said that Just before um, Who is it it's just come on Gareth McCauley's coming on Yeah He's coming on Bit of height Throw him up front Bit of strength there Try and get balls into yeah, the Yeah it's ball. another corner kick piece, yeah. Yeah, yeah we said that, we said that Rangers Would get one more chance And uh, they might get another one here But Will they get a better chance Than they've just had Gordon Because They're so unlucky not to score the What a goal. story this would be They've basically put Macaulay on Just to attack this corner kick And it goes right towards him It comes to the edge of the box It's left footed And oh. it goes wide Almost knocks the ball boy out Andy Halliday Slashes it wide. It looked as if it was going in uh, And it ends up wide of the goal I mean, This must be One of the best games I've seen this season The chances Comes to Andy Halliday On his left foot Just cuts across it And it goes wide And I think that's all over for Rangers They've got had two great chances there Oh, uh, I wasn't, I was Tavernier. I thought it was Katic. It's yeah. Tavernier up at the back post, off the post, and that's that's exactly the situation yeah, Stephen Gerrard wanted. I think it's finished nil nil between Rapid Vienna and Villarreal. So, still, by the way, how open is that group? So, anyway, back to Tony Tony's point. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there's a referee's assessor who sits in the stand. Not only does he watch the performance, he can hear the communication that goes on between the referee uh, and his assistants and the fourth official. The feedback is constant. I am not. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it, that it necessarily works I mean guys like Tony and Mark obviously don't think it does But if we're talking about sort of training and help and support I mean that side of it does happen Yes, yes of course it does John Fleming um, works very hard to try and make sure that his referees are well prepared But I touched back on the one thing Gordon This is an experienced referee who referees in the Champions League uh, Tony hang on the line because I do want to let you finish off Let's uh, try and get a a full-time report from Moscow. I'll see if Andrew McLean is with us. Yes, Spartak Moscow 4, Rangers 3, the full-time score from Russia. Despite taking a lead three times in this one, Rangers leave Russia with no points. They took the lead for the first time very early in the game when Roman Emerimenko, he couldn't deal with a Glenn Middleton corner and ended up turning it into his own net. Despite that, Spartak looked threatening in the opening exchanges and made the most of it when it crossed by Lorenzo Maldorejo, three at the back post, and he had all the time in the world to head past Alan McGregor for one all. Not five minutes later, and Rangers hit back, and what a goal it was as well. John Flanagan played an excellent ball through to Daniel Condéas. The winger did extremely well to turn on the ball with his first touch before firing low past the Spartak keeper. 2-1 then turned to 2 all. Corner Golson couldn't sort his feet quickly enough from a Spartak cross and ended up slicing it past Alan McGregor and into his own net. Rangers then took the lead again before half-time 
some poor defending from the home side allowed Clyde Middleton in and the youngster fired calmly home to make it 3-2 Rangers could and maybe should have extended their lead before the break Morelos flag for offside after slotting the ball home a dubious decision when looking at the replay it was Sparta that came out the box quicker in the second half and ended up turning the game on its head a Luis Adriano header levelled things up just before the hour before Sophia Hanni's deflected shot just a minute later gave Spartak the lead Rangers came unbelievably close at the death after Tavernier hit the post with a header from a corner but they were unable to force it over the full time score here in Russia in a thrilling game Spartak Moscow 4 Rangers 3 so as always leaves the group wide open though Rangers still sitting in 5 points as are Spartak Moscow uh, Villarreal I think move on to 6 points at the top of that group if my, if I, my live table is correct indeed it is uh, Tony just finish off your point then guys as I say um, no matter what you're going to tell me Gordon it doesn't matter you know refereeing is also about quality and about you know having a a presence none of that none of your referees have that for Dallas to call them so they need to build something and as I say every bit of hand they can get will help the Scottish game yeah, I, I agree with you, Tony. Every bit of uh, hand for anybody in any industry helps. Of course it does. Um, and I'm sure they get that. But unfortunately, it's been well highlighted because of the mistake that Willie's made at the St Mirren game. And now Rangers have written a letter to the SFA. We'll just need to see where it goes. But I keep harping on. Willie Collum, as an experienced referee, has, has refereed a lot of games and had a lot of good games, you've got to say. Everybody just singles out the mistakes that he makes. Very easy to do. But he's now refereeing and still in the Champions mm. League. So he must be doing something right. All right, some tweets coming in. That Clyde SSB on the, the 4-3 scoreline in Moscow. Uh, Taylor Scott says, said it for weeks and I've been moaned that Flanagan is an absolute no-user, he says. Terminate his deal in January Get Greg Taylor from Killy He cost us at least two goals tonight And the whole team gave up When the linesman chopped off that valid goal uh, And Max Hemphrey perhaps sums up Just generally what people are feeling Having watched that game I can't believe I can't beep believe What I just watched And that, that does sort of sum up <laughs> Seven yeah. goals Some great goals Some horrific defending on both sides Penalties not given That should have been offside goals where to start? It was like a basketball game I mean you says it uh, During one of the breaks It was that stretch End to end stuff Great for the neutral Not so good I'm sure For Stephen Gerrard Because Gordon's right I mean a lot's been made Of how he's made the defence better Tonight it certainly Didn't look like that And I think he's still got a lot of work To get that defence right Whoa 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 Hold on a minute You remember the contestant That won the six VIP tickets To the Star mm -hmm. Sixes He's on Twitter saying That he won a telly at work on Friday And just won six VIP tickets Darren if you could just Pass the lottery numbers on No pass we'll, the telly on We'll split it between the, the four of us Sounds well good done. Anyway uh, Right final thoughts uh, We've got about 30 seconds left Gordon quickly recap the Rangers game um, Disappointed uh, Scoring three goals away from home Looking very good Middle to front Defensively Not good enough uh, And Mark Wilson looking ahead to Celtic against Leipzig It kicks off in about five minutes time The infamous light show Has been going on at Celtic Park We only saw <laughs> a little glimpse of it yeah. uh, What do you make of that game tonight? Well I, I think the lights will inspire Celtic <laughs> To a victory tonight I know they've been poor away from home I think the place they're in just now They're in good frame of mind mentally I think they'll win that game 3-1 
tell you what, the light oh, show. Look at that. Ah, oh, looks magnificent. Dramatic. It's like my kitchen. To remind you of nights in Hamilton Palace, <laughs> Gordon Deal. Oh yeah, I'd have been up. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not there. I'd have been up dancing. What <laughs> reading someday. Okay, thank you to Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal for joining me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big thank you for all the calls and tweets and for listening. We'll be back to recap these European games and look ahead to the weekend fixtures tomorrow night. At 6 o'clock until 8 I'll be here, I'll be joined by Hugh Keevans And Derek Johnson In the meantime, just stay right where you are Because Callum Gallagher's up next Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.